magnificent. It was just a really good experience getting closer to God with all these people. Um, I'm Kendall. Uh, my word was actually be inspiring, which is very similar. Um, because there was just a lot of the stories that the speakers they had were sharing with us was just really word. It's true, you can see, like I mentioned, just the, the bond between these students and these friendships and seeing that we can branch out and meet some new people, everything. It's in uniting first and foremost with God and getting to see them experience. This was all of all of their first time at an international convention. And so to see them experience over 2,000 people in one room worshiping God and having the joy of the Lord and just having a blast going to a Christian rap concert, like it was so fun. And so, uniting with God and with one another, those are perfect words. Thank you guys for sharing. The theme, as Eric mentioned, the word was upgrade. And so, um, it was so cool to hear they had a different speaker every night and morning, and just to see how even the Holy Spirit was uniting each of the speakers. First night, Zana Wong, she shared about David and Goliath. And then the next night, they had not shared notes. He picks up, the next speaker picks up exactly where she had left off and then continues on which was just so cool. You can see how the Holy Spirit was working in and through each of the speakers that were there. And really, I, the thing that I took away, and I don't want to share too much, let them talk, but the thing that I took away, they, the speakers all were telling these students, this generation, that they are world changers, and we need them to be world changers, and they are, and they're stepping up into that. They're upgrading, right, to the next level, because our world needs it. Our world needs Jesus. And, and so these students are doing that. They are upgrading to that next level. They are the new thing that God is doing in the world today, and it's good. And so that scripture from Isaiah that talks about the new thing that God is doing, it's sitting up here on the stage. The new thing. Yeah. So I asked Nick if he would read the, the whole chapter, or not chapter, just several verses, a little more than what Eric, Pastor Eric, had read earlier. This is Isaiah 43. Verses 14 through 21, the theme for IYC 2022. This is what the Lord says, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. For your sake, I will send to Babylon and bring down as fugitives all the Babylonians in the ships in which they took pride. I am the Lord, your Holy One, Israel's Creator, your King. This is what the Lord says. He who made a way through the sea, a path through the mighty waters, who drew out the chariots and horses, army and reinforcements together and they lay there never to rise again extinguished snuffed out like a wick forget the former things do not dwell on the past see i am doing a new thing now it springs up do you not perceive it i'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland the wild animals honor me the jackals and the owls because i provide water in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland to give drink to my people, my chosen, the people I form for myself, that they may proclaim my praise. Amen. We did that this week. We proclaimed the praise of our Lord, our God, our Savior. I got to see them do it, and they experienced it, and it was amazing. So the idea that this refreshment, think about a time when you've been so parched. When we were walking around the river walk, handing out waters, we felt a little parched, right? It was hot, 
and steaming in the middle of the day, that moment when you are just so in need of refreshment. Refreshment comes through water. It comes in the river. And the river, as Chip Taylor said, one of the speakers, is coming for you. And so each of those students, each of these students on this stage had that opportunity and took it to come to the river, to be refreshed, and to know that Jesus is for them, he is pursuing them, he loves them, and whatever that world out there is offering, it's not going to give them refreshment like he can. And so we experienced that this week, the river coming for us, and the river coming for the world. That's what's happening, is this revival, and it's starting in our hearts. It's starting there. I've talked too much. Next question. What was one of your favorite moments at IYC? Probably when we would, there was a few of them, but when we would go to the messages each night for the sermons, we would debrief and process, and then we'd all kind of go to our own section, us, our group, and sit and talk. And to, these guys are leaders. These, this crew here is, they're tough, they're strong, they're, they're focused. They were ready. They represented our church really well. So we got to debrief and talk, and we just, they were so open. It was pretty cool. Well, besides losing my retainers and finding it in the garbage can, <laughs> mine was probably um, helping out waters to people um, and seeing Tina buy the food for the homeless man. That was really nice. Well, my moment has kind of a big build-up. So, at the airport in Tampa, we pick prayer partners that we pray for all week. And I picked Jade, so I was praying for her all week. And she was nervous to go when they start singing songs, right? So I was praying for her one night I prayed. The next day she was up there singing with hundreds of people, hundreds and hundreds of people. And that was just really, 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 really good. I, that was probably my favorite moment. breakout sessions, you would go in a room and um, they would have a leader and he would just talk to you. <coughs> yeah. um, I have a couple. Uh, one of them was the breakout rooms. The second one, I really felt like a connection to the speaker that we had. And then um, just seeing Andrew and Tina really being out there, like helping us all kind of connect to God, but also to Grow in, grow in their relationship with God themselves as well. I love, I love those answers. We could go down the line again, I, I'm sure. I'm kind of surprised, though, that you didn't share your favorite moment of switching shoes and wearing matching shirts and your bucket hat and red, white, and blue sweatbands. But, I mean, because that's kind of a favorite moment for me, at least. <laughs> We went to the Alamo after the convention, and I look over, and Nick and Austin are exchanging shoes, just one, and then the whole tour, as we walked around the Alamo, they had each other's shoes on, and that was that. It just happened, and it was hilarious. We also played baseball at the Alamo, yes. What group should say that? We can. We used, we used I think, a twig and imaginary bases, but we played pickup. Oh, water bottle, yes. <laughs> water bottle. <laughs> I love 
but just those moments, you know, for Caesar, that bind your group together. If you want to know the inside story about Caesar, we'll tell you afterwards. Makes the best milkshakes at Whataburger. <laughs> it was good. It was good. We're going to get Andrew over to the side of youth ministry and fast food because, yep, it's good. <laughs> Some of my favorite moments, just seeing these amazing students stand in the truth of who God says they are, like that's life-changing. And it was the first night, Hosanna Wong, if you can't tell, I, I really like to message the first night. Um, she talked about our identity in Christ and how it's true that no one can say who you are, whose you are, except the one who has created you. And so for a generation that can be very confused in the world today to hear that truth, uh, was transformational. And so she talked about the four lies that we can often get kind of stuck in that make us forget our true identity that's found in Christ. Lie number one, you're not enough. Lie number two, you're not doing enough. Lie number three, someone else can define you. Or lie number four, your past disqualifies you. So we spent some time, like Andrew said, after each of the sessions, just debriefing and talking about, okay, what is God saying? Like, this was an amazing service and worship experience, but what's God saying? What's the Holy Spirit saying to me? And so we got to hear, like, these amazing students share honestly and openly about what they're struggling with and the lies that they can be tempted to believe, and we shared as well. And then we had a chance to debunk those lies and claim the truth. There was a moment in the service where Hosanna, she... She would declare a word, a truth, about who they are. So some of the words, I think I have them written here. I have a new name, friend of God, chosen, his masterpiece, purposed, his temple, messenger to the world, his child, greatly loved. And she named several others. And so she named them, and then would go back and name it again. And when you felt like that's the name for me, that's the new name that God has for me, you were to stand. And so I have chills just to see them stand, the word, the name of God that he's given them was powerful and never forget it. Never forget that name, your identity that's found in Jesus Christ. The world, your friends, even your family, like David and Goliath, the story that she told, no one can define you, only God, your creator. Just a snippet to show you the powerful stuff that they were hearing at this convention. Uh, I think that's it, impact. Um, you did mention that, Jade. They got to serve the city of San Antonio and impact for Jesus Christ and be the hands and feet of him. And so we got water bottles, walked around the hot city and got to hand out to thirsty people. And everyone was very responsive and pretty much everyone said yes to the invitation uh, for some refreshment because refreshment comes in the river, right? And we got to even pray for some people in the city and picked up trash. You saw a picture of Nick, he'd been getting down on his belly into the river and grabbing some trash out. So they went above and beyond to serve and make an impact for Jesus in the city, which is so cool. We did also run a 5K. Oh, sorry, we did not run. <laughs> Us girls, we made signs and supported. We got up early, I got coffee, and then we stood at the finish line. But our awesome men, they ran a 5K. It was a 5K for freedom. This is something they started at IYC, um, I believe it was the last convention. And so it's helping, every dollar that was given, it's helping to raise money for a ministry uh, for the Church of God that helps to sponsor children, Children of Promise. So the money that the boys invested um, was helping to set 
families free, set kids free. And so they ran. I think Austin was close, like first place of the whole group, which is amazing. Um, and it was very hot. So they did an amazing job running and created a really cool memory with that. I do have a video, if we can pull that up. This was also one of my top favorite moments of the whole convention. And it's just a snippet from one of the services, but um, a song that we'll later sing here in the service. King of my heart, seeing over 2,000 students declare the goodness of God and the nearness of God just is like a taste of heaven. So if we can play this quick video just to show you what that sounds like. favorite 
favorite moment of the whole trip, just time where um, I got to, and Andrew got to speak into each of their lives and just declare like how we see God in them, how we see them pursuing God, which is just everything. And then we would anoint them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we would surround that person and pray. And just powerful. That was probably my favorite of the whole trip. And as we finished, this was so cool. We anointed um, Andrew, and then all of them were like, we have to anoint you now, Pastor Gina. And so I got to be anointed by each of them, which was just really, really special. Um, there's nothing like that bond through Christ. So that was my ultimate favorite. Are you going to share your story? So we went to Schlitterbahn, which is a water park, and um, we went on this, like, big slide. It's probably, like, ten stories up. It was high. It was At a least. big slide. And I got in and I screamed at the top of my lungs <laughs> on the way down. And when I got down to the pool, Andrew was standing there. And he goes, was that you that was screaming? <laughs> and the lifeguard was like shocked that I came out. <laughs> it's true. Even the, even the lazy river, like the small little ones, he would scream at the top of his lungs. And everyone around would be looking. And once, one of the bigger slides, he went down and screamed. Um, people up on the upper deck all said, Wow, she's scary. That girl was screaming really loud. And I don't think it was me. back in the back. He's gone for a while. I, mean, I don't know what he's doing back there. 
and the like actual people in the kitchen came out with our milkshakes. We ate all of our milkshakes. We're done. We're about to leave. And here comes Caesar walking out with our milkshakes. <laughs> and um, so we ordered two vanillas and a chocolate, and Caesar gave us two strawberries and a vanilla. <laughs> We started chanting Caesar, and then we prayed for him the rest of the week. I love it. For Caesar, if you missed it at the 5K, that's what one of our signs said. For Caesar, with a milkshake. <laughs> I love it. Any other stories? All right, last question. It's a big one. This was a question that was proposed by one of the speakers. And we talked about it during our last time of discussion. And during this time of debriefing, we actually took our name tags from the convention. And I just encourage them to think of a name that they want to speak over in encouragement to each of the students there and, and leaders. And that was a really sweet time where they got to just um, see the good in each other and declare it and speak it over one another. And so we did that together as a group exercise. And then we answered this question. And I asked them to share it tonight. What is God saying to you, and what are you going to do about it? What is God saying, and what are you going to do, Andrew? Uh, he's telling me to uh, be, uh, oh, be here for the kiddos here, and um, to whatever the church needs, whether it's rides or help with Tina, organize or help, uh, you know, fundraise. We've got a heck of a group of youths here, and there's a lot more coming, so we've got to be ready for that. Um, mine would probably be to be more active in helping people in the community and then to be more of a supportive friend like you guys were to me. So. At first, I really didn't know what, like, how would he talk to me or what would he be saying to me. I didn't know how to really realize that. And then it kind of gave me examples and stuff. And I really thought that I needed to get into the Word more. I didn't really read the Bible at all, or I might have seen a verse on TikTok or something. So I uh, came back after that. I was I needed to get into the Word more. And Tina sent something to the group chat that says, "Here's a five-day plan we're doing with Hosanna Wong. Uh, would you like to do it?" And I was like, "Well, there's the Lord answering my prayers. Another one night. Now I'm into the Word. So how's it?" I feel like mine was just to stay positive, even though there's some negative things going on right now, and just trust in him and know that I'm doing the right thing. Um, mine would prob was probably just to let go more, because there's a lot of things, uh, when I don't have control over it, it gives me a lot of anxiety about it, so I just need to let go. Words. And I watched each of you hear God, like experience that, and then act on that, which was so cool. And so never question, God is speaking to you and will continue, not just at IYC, but in your bedroom or in your kitchen or at school, wherever you're at, you can hear God's voice. That sweet, still, small voice. He's always speaking. I'm really proud of you guys for pressing in and listening. So keep listening. 
I felt like for me, it was to trust God. It was the very beginning of this trip, and I can get really like, all the details, ah. And, uh, and the Lord just so clearly was like, just trust me. And so that was a, um, yeah, just continued reminder the whole trip for me. And to rest in the river, to rest and to live my life helping others to find the river, which is just the highest honor. And I believe we have a picture. Do you want to share um, about what this picture signified? This was Chip Taylor, one of the speakers. Um, and Andrew was really, really heard from the Lord with this. So I'll let him share. Um, so this was, Tina said, a lot of teachable moments and a lot of faith-building moments. This was um, one, during one of the messages. This guy, Chip, he did had a really good service. And um, this picture shows the wilderness. It's what we're talking about in our scripture. Uh, the water, the river coming, you know, all the kiddos thought that was good too. The river's coming for you, you know, the lost, it's coming for you. And um, and so this picture shows people, shows kids up at the top, you know, sitting, maybe maybe they're your students. Um, it shows maybe a family member sitting in the chair at the bottom, looking at the river, but not experiencing it. It shows, you know, someone holding onto a rock, you know, thinking they have a firm foundation, but they're they're in the wilderness. And there are people, a lot of people hurting. And then you've got, you know, God's people on this comfortable inner tube in the river experiencing, experiencing the water. And to me, you know, that was, it was God saying, you know, first and foremost, you have to give your life to God. If you haven't given your life to God, you've got to just say that, confess it with your mouth, believe it in your heart, and he's got you. You know, you let go of everything else, he heals. And um, once you do that, then you start experiencing God's, you know, miracles. You see him. In our church, it's like every week we see miracles. In our family, it's everything. You know, it's unbelievable. You put a prayer card in there, and it's gonna. There's a good chance it's gonna happen. Um, so, but uh, the, the, what the picture shows is us on that. You know, if, if you believe you're on this comfortable inner tube, and what we have to do as a church, as youth, as as a team, is get off that inner tube and go out and find the people that are in the wilderness, the students the kids, the families that aren't, maybe it's your family member that's not experiencing the water. And it's great to find life and to be healed, but then once we find that life, we've got to go out and find them, heal others. We've got to go out and find the other people, lead them to the river and let God do the work. Amen. And so we're gonna give you a chance to come to the river tonight. But before we do that, um, guys, if you would go ahead and move the chairs off the side, and I want to take a moment to pray over these students and leaders, and just, again, to celebrate all that God has done. Isn't he good? Yeah. I'd encourage you, yeah, talk with one of those on the stage here tonight. Talk with them afterwards just to hear more stories. We could share more about God's faithfulness, how we saw his fingerprints on everything. We had no issues with travel and just everything went so smooth and um, praise the Lord for that. And we know it's a lot because of your prayers, but again, you made this possible for the students to go and experience God in this way. So thank you, church. Thank you, Church of God, Sarasota. So um, yeah, come on up, guys. I'm going to just extend a hand towards them, if you would. They represent a generation, the new thing that God is doing in this world uh, that he's going to use to bring revival for his kingdom and for his gospel. And so um, touch a shoulder, reach out a hand, and let's just pray and, and just give God thanks and commit our ways to him again. God, we love you so, so much. And Father, we just want to pause 
and rest in your water, in your river. And we want to thank you for coming for us. Thank you for changing everything. Thank you for providing refreshment for our souls. We can try to spin and, and strive, Lord, and, and find substance elsewhere. But, Lord, it's true that only you can satisfy. And we thank you, God, that this past week, each of the individuals on this stage experienced that refreshment. They experienced your presence, God. They experienced your Holy Spirit speaking to them. And they experienced life and love and friendship in the body of Christ at a larger scale. So we thank you, God, for opening up our eyes, for showing us the firm foundation that you are to build upon. And so I pray for each of these students, for Andrew as a leader, God, that you'll just continue to light this fire, ignite this flame that has already started in their soul. Lord, that it will just continue to grow and grow until a wildfire just breaks out all around them in their school, in their home, around their friend circles. God, wherever they go, that they will just walk mighty and strong in the truth of who you say they are. That they won't hear those lies, they'll fall off quickly, but they'll stand in the truth, God. That they are your friend, that you have chosen them, you've called us loved. Lord, that you have um, you've sought us out and that you've called us by name. So Lord, may they never forget those truths. And Lord, for the many that are yet to stand on the stage and go and experience what we've experienced, God, would you, like Andrew said, show us. Show us who we can go and bring to the river. Those people that need you, Jesus, that need refreshed. There's so many out there looking and searching. So God, as the church, open our eyes to see the people that need you. And may we be obedient to step and then draw them to the river where you are. Lord, we love you. Thank you for keeping us safe. Thank you for providing every dollar. Thank you for just blessing our trip in this church, in this youth ministry. We turn it all back to you in praise, and we just raise a hallelujah. God, the highest praise to say, it's all you. It's all you, Jesus. We turn it all back to you. Continue to do it, God. We give you praise. We lay our lives down at your feet. We pray this all in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Love you guys. So the worship team is going to come forward, and we're going to sing a song. This song is called a Thousand Hallelujahs, and I thought it was an appropriate song to sing after hearing all of those testimonies. What better word to say than hallelujah? What better word to lift up? With a thousand hallelujahs, we magnify your name. And so tonight, it's not just testimony time, it's also response time. So church, if you came tonight and you feel weary, you feel like you need some refreshment, then come, kneel. These steps are an altar. If you want to kneel at your seat, meet with the Lord. He's there. He's here. Or take your prayer card, your response card, fill it out with a pen, and then bring it to one of these baskets up front, and know that the church is going to pray, and God is going to move. So fill out those cards. Respond in that way. You can light a candle. Jesus is the light of the world. He's representing that big candle there. So bring your request up, the person on your heart, you, whatever it is, whatever the need is, God cares and he knows. And sometimes just lighting a candle reminds us of the hope that we have in Jesus. So do that tonight as we respond, as we sing. If you want to just sit or stand and listen to the words of the song, but let's lift up a hallelujah and praise our God who is faithful.